Alright, welcome back to another edition of the Throws Doc Podcast. I'm your doc, Dr. Charles, in front of writing scripts to cure your throwing ailments. Some of the ailments we're going to talk about today, maybe not cure today, but at least discuss and try and lay out a plan for on uh, this uh, beautiful Tuesday morning, June 6th, is uh, uh, postseason thoughts, postseason considerations. And if you've been listening to the podcast, long enough. Uh, every year around this time, usually a week, two weeks removed from nationals, at least D3 nationals, um, share some thoughts about postseason expectations, not just for myself as a coach, but for my athletes and um, what we share, at least with the throwers that are coming back. And um, for a majority of our throwers at Alfred State and uh, majority of the throwers across the country. Um, most of their seasons came to an end over Memorial Day weekend, right? D1 is still competing. Um, different expectations there, maybe different different planning because of the division. But for our throwers and even our high school athletes, that their seasons have come to, come to a close. What I suggest to my throwers and my athletes is to uh, refer back to the beginning of the season, their big goals, their big expectations, what they want to do accomplish, and, um, and a new piece of paper that they're referring back to. Uh, write down, you know, whether they accomplish their goal or not. Right. So let's say I want to throw a conference, or I want to, um, you know, do something at conference, or qualify for conference, or I want to hit a personal best, or I want to do whatever. Um, did you accomplish that goal, yes or no? And if the answer is yes, um, I asked my kids to write down like two, three, like four bullet points about what they think they did that season that allowed them to accomplish the, that goal, right? If they're um, upperclassmen, I asked them to look back to their freshman year if they accomplished their goals. If so, same thing, you know, what what, did, what do they think they did in order to make that happen? Um, and why, right? So I'm gonna throw the shot put 50 feet, all right? So we threw, you know, 15.50 this season, We've, we exceeded our expectation. Um, what do you think it was about the season that allowed you to do that, was it? Um, how much stronger did you get from the year before? Were you, um, you know, paying more attention to technique? Was it your throwing volume? Was it how well you recovered in between sessions? Was it, you know, whatever they think they did to allow them to accomplish that is what I ask, right? That's if they accomplished. If not, if they didn't accomplish their goal, it's the same question. Why don't you think you did that? And more often than not, depending on the athletes, right, the lists are probably going to be the same. Just, I did this or I didn't do this. Now, barring injury, right, and if the goal wasn't too far out of the realm of possibility, we have an honest conversation about it. Um, usually, you know, via, via Zoom, we just try and have a conversation and figure out, you know, what, what went well and what didn't go well. Um, to them achieving their goals 
And then the next question I ask them to think about is what overall, like what were their overall general thoughts about the season? Like what did they like about things that I did um, as far as like coaching? And what do they think I need to do better the following year um, as a coach? And I ask them to, you know, write those things out and, and really think about it because I think it's important for me to grow as an individual myself. So I need to know what they think I didn't do well, right? And then I can reassess my own skills and, and try and figure out what I need to do better next time following season to help them better achieve their goals. Um, because when I think when we throw well, or even when we don't throw well, I think there's always opportunity for reflection and, um, you know, hitting a personal best. Okay, like what allowed that to happen? Not hitting a personal best. Okay, why do we think that that didn't happen? Right, so I'll just give an example. One of our athletes at Alfred State, to say what event group or anything like that, but basically took the last, um, as they said, a couple weeks off from weight room training because they were scared that that time away from their grades and their schoolwork was going to affect them and affect their GPA. So they would come to practice and then skip lift basically. And over the course of the last three meets, the performance, their performances declined. Right, so we were kind of on an upward trajectory. We were talking a lot about mindset and just really figuring out what they could do differently to to perform better, just at least perform more consistently because they were all over the place sporadically. Great performance, not so great. Make the finals, didn't make the finals, right? So, um, but they basically just said that they didn't compete or didn't train in the weight room for a few weeks, right? So that um, assisted in their throwing decline, for lack of a better, um, lack of a better word. Um, so those are things that I ask the athlete to like think about and reflect upon, you know, what, why and how they think they achieved their goals, like what led to that, their overall general feelings, what do you think went well this season and why? What don't you think went well and why? And what do you think I can do differently as a coach to help um, you achieve your goals the following year? And depending on the event group, like I ask all the athletes I engage with, things they liked and, they, and things that they didn't like. And more often than not, then I, I get like maybe 25 or 30% of the athlete responses back. I kind of pseudo-mandatory have my throwers respond because I want their feedback. Now the caveat with that and the catch is, is that I ask them to submit their feedback to Coach G. And then Coach G has a conversation with me about um, about that. About what the athletes thought I did well, what they thought I didn't do well, and what I need to do or what they would like to see me do better the following season. And it took me a long time to get comfortable with the idea of asking for positive, constructive, and, you know, maybe, well, it's all constructive, but the positive, the good with the bad. Um, and I think that's important just because I think it's important for people to receive feedback and, and 
have somebody let them know how they're doing. I thrive on that. I really enjoy it. Depending on the situation and um, the career and things, I think there's more, or the job for that matter, I think there's more feedback um, with certain opportunities than others, um, especially with research and things that I've been really working on. The feedback is <laughs> from the editors of the journals. If they uh, if they like or don't like what you're doing, they'll let you know because they accept or reject your paper, right? Or in the case of the book, they accept or reject the book, right? So I um, I seek that. I think it's really important um, to to have that open dialogue with my athletes. And that open dialogue is, you know, when we're reflecting on the end of the season, what I ask my athletes to think about is one, you know, did they achieve their goals, yes or no? And what do they think allowed them to achieve their goals or what got in their way? Overall, what do, they, what do they think went well with the season? Uh, what do they think didn't go well with the season? And number four, what are some thoughts uh, that they have for me and how I could be a better coach the following season? Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Throws Doc Podcast. I'm your doc, Dr. Charles Inferna, and have a great day.